Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Is going up, people. You know that sound, the unfiltered band, means yes, another episode of Unfiltered coming your way here. And now, this one officially goes down as episode 210. Our ALCS and NLCS previews. You always can get full views, sound, both, every way you can, any way you can. 24-7, 365. Jump on board the Unfiltered Revolution. Get on the Twitter X, if you will. Get into the bio. At Casey Stern on running out the uh, YouTube channel. Get over to the YouTube channel, and you can get all the videos and interviews and conversations. 209 now, 210 episodes deep. You can also, of course, Apple, Spotify, iTunes, everywhere that you get your podcasts, get all of the episodes on demand anytime that you would like. We've got a lot to come here on the show. I want to break down the LCSs as we head into now our final four of the postseason. Thank you, Unfiltered Band. Get into what is just a dynamite matchup on the American League side in a battle between two teams who have seen plenty of each other, certainly during the course of the season. Battle of Texas. And then on the National League, Two teams that are red hot. Somebody, something's got to give. Somebody's momentum is going to drown and fast. It seemingly is always impossible. Many times I covered in postseasons where, and this would happen all the time. We used to have somebody cover the ALCS, somebody do the NLCS. You have different crews, obviously. And I'd be in a crew where we would do the ALCS. And I remember specifically the American League team that comes to mind most, and this happened to me many times. But the one that comes to mind immediately was when the Texas Rangers, the I think it was the first of the two runs, when they lost to the Giants in the World Series. They had just beaten up the Tigers, who were a really good baseball team, run by Jim Leland, Miguel Cabrera, and Magli Ordonez, and whoever else was on that team. And there they were, 16-5, to I think it was, in the final game. They just wiped them off the field. Nelly Cruz drove in a time, maybe like seven, eight runs. He was the MVP of that series. And I remember when I got to the World Series, telling the people who were in the crew on the other side, and everybody saw in the media, oh, there's no, no chance the Giants are going to beat this team. There's no chance. And you just get blinded by it because the momentum is at such a high level for these teams that get hot at the right time. But something's got to give because you got two of those in the Phillies and the Diamondbacks in the NL Series, which makes it just uber interesting. We'll get into that. Always, we're appreciative that we are here, courtesy of our good friends at Bet Online. Bet Online, your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. Latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for your baseball, boxing, golf, basketball, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to get all your wagers, live betting, favorite casino, and card games. They're available to play right from your phone and right now. So head over to the website, use your mobile device to sign up today, get in on the action. Remember to use the promo code BELIEVE. B-L-E-A-V, to get your 50% welcome bonus and your first deposit. It's Bet Online where the game starts as I get started here. And let's start on the AL side. There are a lot of keys and factors in this series and a number of stars. Number one, the biggest question that gets asked is how much did the Astros experience play into this? And the answer is a lot. And not just because they've been through it before, but because the confidence of what they have done before leads them into this series in a different mindset than the Rangers, albeit, and we'll get into, knowing what Bruce Bochy is, knowing the run they've been on, knowing the leaders in that room, and I'm not saying that they don't have the right mentality, but you cannot manufacture being in the last seven runs like the Astros have, being the World Series defending champs like the Astros are. Can't do it. You can't create 
that the Rangers have been here before because as a group here, they have not. So it's a factor. Where is it a factor? Could be a factor if they're down late in the game, knowing that they've come back before, remembering all the times they've done it. Down 1-2-0 in a series at home, jumping on the road and coming back in a series. They've done that. I remember watching a lot of guys in this group down 3-2 in a seven-game series against the Yankees. They came back and won. So they've been there. They've done that before, and you cannot take that experience away. It is there. It is a factor. Is it the determining factor? I don't think so in this series. When you look at this set and you look at the run that the Rangers have been on, a number of things are clear. Very deep lineup that could score and hit you in a number of ways. Guys with lots of power. They got stars like Seeger out in the forefront and Marcus Semien, what Garcia has done, and on down the line. They've got guys who have stepped up in pitching in spots where they have needed, maybe even beyond what you thought they could do in watching a Jordan Montgomery who will now start this series. The continue, your dominance, it, it, you look at it, and I remember being in a game where Nate Evaldi pitched, what, seven innings out of the bullpen in a 17-inning game. I mean, it's not new seeing him deal in a postseason, but with him dealing the way that he is. But to me, I think one of the big factors and keys in this series is going to be what's beyond that after the first two. I know that I've got Verlander and I've got Framber Valdez. Verlander has been there and done that, got over the hump last year in terms of performance with that five-inning spot that he had at the end there in the World Series. And we know what he's been since he's come back there. And, and it's been like you know the last puzzle piece since he rejoined that team later this year, at the end of this year. We know what Valdez has been. At times over the last couple of years, regular and postseason better than Verlander. But having Christian Javier behind that, and a guy who can be as dominant as those two, if not more so. We've seen it in postseasons last year. We've seen it this year. Having a guy in Urquidy who's got that much postseason experience and has pitched in big spots, now in what, three or four of these? That's a big difference maker. Which brings me to maybe the biggest question in this series. And it's two-part. One, is Max Scherzer going to pitch? And two, is it going to matter? Is it going to be the Max Scherzer who looked like his arm was had fallen off when I'm sitting there covering the Nationals against this Astros team in a World Series and then he came back a couple of days later through a side session, all of a sudden he's going to pitch, people couldn't believe it, and he was great? Or is it going to be the guy that is still having visions and nightmares of the Padres rounding the bases, hitting home runs, and scoring seven runs off of him and not being able to do more than that, giving his all, being Max, doing what he can, having it not be enough down the stretch as a met last year. Is he going to pitch, and how is he going to pitch? Because if you tell me Max Scherzer is going to be there, the lift that'll give the team, you tell me Max Scherzer, the, the, a B-plus level version of Max, going to be there, the performance that's going to be for the team, because we don't have what he could do. Now we're talking about really cutting that gap, but one of the biggest difference makers for me in this series is the difference in the depth of the starting pitching of the Houston Astros and the depth of the starting pitching of the Texas Rangers. Being able to have Javier and Urquidy versus what do I have with Texas? And that's beyond even saying that clearly the edge, <coughs> excuse me, Verlander and Valdez over what you've got in Montgomery and Evaldi, at least on paper. Biggest factor, excuse me, in this series for me. You know what you're going to get in a lot of spots, but that's one spot where we don't know what we're going to get now from Texas. Could be a difference maker. 
guys could step up or it could be the reason they go home. We'll see. Because even if, you know, you're at a situation where, you know, somebody kind of keeps you in a game and gives up four runs, at least then you're not taxing your bullpen. But one of these guys goes out there game three or game four with Texas gets shelled early at home, and all of a sudden your bullpen gets blown out, and that could lose you a series. Very, very important to see what happens in that spot. This can be a seven-game series. I believe that. I think it's as tight as can be. I love what the Rangers have done. I love what Bruce Bochy has done. But I don't think they're knocking off the Astros. The Astros are too good. They're too good in every spot. You got to be good. They got too much experience. They got too many postseason heroes. They got too many guys on the bump who can get it done, <coughs> excuse me, in the rotation and in the bullpen as well. On the back end, we look at the Abreus and the Presleys of the world. It's just too much. And I think they're going to be too much for Texas. I'm taking Houston. But it's close. It's going to be very close. The National League side, for me, this is fascinating in a, in a lot of ways. A lot of people are going to look at the Dimebacks and say, how the hell are they here? Right? This team lost, what, 100 games a couple of years ago. How the hell are they here? Well, a lot of reasons they're here. Number one, they stuck with, when you think about the partnership with, with Hazen and with Tori Lovello and what they have done, and they kept as much of a stability as you can to allow a lot of these Christian Walkers and these Cattell Martes and the Zach Gallons and the Merrill Kellys and a lot of the other guys to grow and to learn through their losses and to get better instead of disrupt with change. They made smart moves that brought guys like Moreno to this team who's been brilliant behind the plate, throwing out runners, hit the hell out of the ball down the stretch of the season and into the postseason. You've seen what he's done already. And they've got a star in Corbin Carroll who's just, I mean, he's appointment view. He's already one of the appointment view, you know, just you got to watch guys in, in Major League Baseball already just as a kid, as a rookie. They've mixed and matched to kind of patchwork a bullpen, brought in Seawall to help that out. And that group, <coughs> excuse me, very unheralded, has found a way to have a lot of success as well. And that's helped. And when you don't have as many stars and you can't as many home runs and you're not going to be able to, you know, sit there and out punch Seemingly, the Dodgers, though they did in that third inning off Lance Lynn with four homers. And you got to try and win games. And through a long season, get here. You have to have depth. And they've built depth. they built strength in numbers, in a system, in, in really smart dealing, where even the extra guys have become the guys in deals with the Moreno deal. And a lot of other ways, they've done a nice job, put together a good, solid baseball team that believes in itself. And that is probably the best thing they got going is right now that team fundamentally sound, going to play good defense, going to do the right things, and they believe in themselves. Very Tampa Bay Rays-like, if you will, team who, by the way, made a World Series run of their own. Blake Snell stays in. Who knows what happens a few years ago in 2020. But here, I think the Diamondbacks are overmatched. I know that's probably what they want people to say. I know it's probably what they're going to enjoy anybody saying because – They've got that, and I remember covering the Red Sox in 04, being there every day when I covered that team, my first year covering baseball. And they used to wear those shirts, why not us? Diamondbacks have that mentality. They're bringing all that. Why not us? We got the mentality that everybody's against us, nobody thinks we can, but we believe in each other. But for Philadelphia, they don't just have the swag. <coughs> Excuse me. And they've got plenty of it. They don't just have the mentality, and they got all that. 
but they've got more premier players. And at this point in this series, I think it's going to make a difference. Because we didn't expect to say Nick Castellanos in that category, but now how confident do you think that dude is going into this series? You already know what you're getting out of the Kyle Schwarbers. You know what you're getting out of the Trey Turners. You know what you're getting out of the Bryce Harpers. You know what you're getting out of Zach Wheeler. But now I add Aaron Nola, who we didn't know really even go back to the World Series last year. You don't know what you're getting. You know, regular season at times, you know what he's capable of. But he coming off a performance where he got a standing ovation. <coughs> and a, it was dominant a week ago. <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry. Dominant. And I think adding... Castellanos and Nola to that group in terms of guys who now are going to come in with more of that swag and bravado and belief. Having guys like Ranger Suarez, who you just know you could throw out in any spot, whether it's game three or in the seventh inning of a game or go two innings. And topper Rob Thompson can go out there and throw him out any time and know he's confident because he's got so much experience and seemingly has been good in every spot they put him in. They just have too many horses. They got too many horses. And I think that Zach Gallon and Merrill Kelly will give a good showing of themselves. I do. But Wheeler is a difference maker. And trying to run, you know, the gauntlet with, you know, going with Gallon and Kelly each twice in the series and, you know, then hoping after that, I don't know if it's going to be enough, even as good as their bullpen has been. I think there's too many stars. And I think Philadelphia right now, to me, if you ask me, and I don't know what the odds say, I don't know what they are. But I think the Phillies are going to win the World Series. The way it looks now, the way they played, learning from what they did a year ago, getting back here, seemingly being better and deeper than they were a year ago when they were here, that looks like a team of destiny to me. And I think Philadelphia is going to take care of Arizona in five games in this series. Now, clearly, based on the way baseball normally is, I'll be totally wrong. Arizona will win, sweep Philadelphia, and then all of a sudden Texas will beat Houston because who the hell knows? That's what's great about baseball. You never know. You never know. You can't play the game on paper. And one of the great things I realized covering so many postseasons is you do all these previews. <coughs> excuse me. You get into game one of uh, the third inning. You have one grand slam. It's 4 nothing, and all of a sudden... <clears throat> one starter is knocked off, teams on their heels, and all the rhetoric changes. And it doesn't matter what they did for three weeks leading up to that. It doesn't matter. That's how quickly that momentum can change at the beginning of a series like this. But I just believe in <clears throat> what Houston and Philadelphia are doing. I believe that they're both, in a lot of ways, better and stronger than they were a year ago when they were there. And I think they're going to get there again. Appreciate you bearing with me as obviously my throat uh, struggling, but I wanted to put this out there before we got going with the games tomorrow night. NLCS, ALCS, with all the coverage, I'll guess and much, much more on Unfiltered. Keep up with me on Twitter or X, if you will, YouTube channel. Get me in the comments, Apple, Spotify, everywhere you get your podcast. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Enjoy the baseball. We are down to four, and we're about to find out who will be the final two to get to the World Series here in 2023. See you next time on Unfiltered, as always. Presented by our good friends at Ben. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V 
on YouTube.